I was gonna ask, do you miss you miss having Dylan at Osgood? Yes. Oh, so much. It's, it's, a, it's weird. So much. It's less funny and entertaining for sure. Yeah, I feel like every time you entered into a classroom, it was like a roll of the dice. You know, you, you didn't know how. <laughs> yourself in my shoes and imagine it's like having Dylan in your class. <laughs> we, I got to start this thing because actually all of all the stuff you've said so far, I'm going to try and intercut in between. But uh, do we have a theme for today? Who did, oh, could you say Dylan? Can, can I pick up? <laughs> no, no, no. Pick on Dylan. <laughs> Callie's just trying to get the heat off of herself yeah. because yeah. she's scared. She's got some story. <laughs> well, everybody's going to be on the hot seat for at least a few minutes. Yeah. who's always put together. <laughs> Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig, and I've got to go around the Zoom here and uh, have four guests introduce themselves. Uh, let's start with you, Dylan. Uh, hi guys, I'm Dylan. I'm no longer an Osgood student. Uh, I am now a, a, a proud scholar at McGill University's Faculty of Law. I left Osgood. Um, but this is this is my uh, sort of, I guess you could say it's my reunion. Uh, I'm back to, to say hi to everyone and uh, show up on Haig's very alliterative podcast. And, and you have been on before. Yes, that was, that was good. Thanks, Dylan. We'll get back to you. Shaylin. Hi, I'm Shaylin. Um, I am still an Osgood student in my final year, getting ready to graduate. Um, good to be here. We'll get. Uh, uh, I guess it, it's going to be obvious how you all, why you all come to be on the same podcast. You're in the same class as Dylan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not an unfortunate. <laughs> or... That was very fortunate. Some very fortunate. strange twist of fate. Yes, maybe that's a good way of putting it. Uh, Callie, you've also been on the podcast. I have been. Uh, I am returning. <laughs> I'm Callie. I am a 2L law student, but 3L have been here for three years. And I'm about to lose all my friends because they're all going to graduate and I'm going to be by myself. So <laughs> I need to find a replacement, Dylan Zaff and Shay ASAP. But I'll still have you, Professor Haig, so that's good at least. Oh, that, that's, that's... Wait a minute. minute. I won't. <laughs> yeah, I know. You won't. I take it back. I take it back. I won't have anybody. <laughs> but you'll you'll always be around, right? That's true. And Zaf. Yeah, so I'm returning as well. <laughs> and I'm a very, very proud Osgood student, mentally already graduated, <laughs> but 3L. <laughs> <laughs> mentally already graduated. I like that. Take us back. We uh, I taught you when, what year? I, I'm losing track, so maybe you can help me. 2019 to 2020, is that right? Yeah. And You're what, on public constitutional law. Constitutional law. So, okay. So four, four of my students from a few years back are here on the podcast to talk about what? What are we going to talk about? Dylan, you set this up. <laughs> Highlights. Highlights of your of your last two That's years. Yeah, let's start with that. That's a good opening round of questions. So I'll go in reverse order. Is that what was your high? What's your highlight been so far at law school? 
my highlight of law school. Are we really bringing out this? <laughs> this well, be mine. You don't even, and I'm, you don't have to censor it for this. I'm, I'm gonna sure. go with the property law story with Dylan. <laughs> that, is, that is my highlight I'm, of my entire Osmond experience. Oh. So basically, should I tell the story? Is that how it goes? Uh, yeah, Dylan, are you okay with him telling the story? It's already been told. It's fine. Go for it, Zach. Okay. I've never heard it. So. It is It is Ooh. the iconic story of our year, basically. So, so in, in property law, we were given a task, I think, of like showcasing something about property. I don't know. Some people like jump Give into an example this. of property in your daily life. And I think, so we had Professor Esther Van Wagner. Um, yeah. She's lovely, by the way. Let's start out by saying that um and she handled this pretty well considering um grace. oh yeah Beauty, everybody grace. had very unique interpretations of what property was dylan probably took creativity to a whole new level was, the question actually was a piece of property that was meaningful to you so i introduced one of my best friends her album so it was my intellectual property it has to be something of meaning or special significance. Was it? Because I think I chose Netflix, which I guess has meaning to me. <laughs> no more than ever. Maybe I just didn't listen to the instructions. Dylan, isn't this great? Yeah, they're actually avoiding the very topic of getting to what this is. Dylan, what, what I, I will say is that, that I'm, I'm going to I'm I'm interrupt here because Dylan has actually revealed this. Thing on the podcast so the world out there does know what really? the property was but oh. what, what I only heard was his perspective obviously I didn't hear what <laughs> how it all played out from the other I, side from you I feel like I'm sitting on my own trial right now I can't cut <laughs> in I can't say anything and you guys are just running circles around me I it's this is okay uh, I, I prosecute away i'll let someone else describe you know. well yeah well the, i was gonna say you can be very quick because people who listen to the podcast know i think we even okay. didn't you post an instagram on it dylan no but i, I would think never somebody have done else that did be, dylan uh, doesn't have well everybody was sharing it on their stories that day <laughs> so to cut to the chase basically we're uh, Professor Van Wagner is, you know, going through various pictures, asking people to talk about it. And then she gets to the end and she's like, unless anybody really, really wanted to, uh, to share their story, their picture. And I'm sure she regrets that now because Dylan hand shoots up. He's like, I would like to share mine. And she flips through and finds Dylan in nothing but a pair of white Crocs in his Kensington Market kitchen. And, uh, with and he's wearing a peach emoji. <laughs> a peach emoji over his bottom. <laughs> and he and goes into this whole spiel about intellectual property and privacy law and, you know, people sharing, well, you know, then sharing nudes and things like that. It was great. It was a great discussion. I think, great. I think nobody ex expected it. <laughs> Everybody was just quiet and taken aback for a second. Nobody <laughs> could believe this was actually happening. 
Yeah. And, we, and the but, funny part is, is that day we were all four, like, I think for many of our classes, all four of us just sat together and like literally all, and everybody knew we were all friends. So all eyes were on the four of us. Got a lot of texts like, oh my God, Dylan. <laughs> there, was there laughter? Was there shock? Was there oh, well, everything? Everything. <laughs> well, everything. Professor Van Wagner was not looking at the screen at all. She had oh, the right. PowerPoint behind her behind and her. then on the screen, I guess it also showed the computer, but she was not looking at it. She's looking away, just nodding, um, very straight face, poker face. You know, um, she did and well. The bones came out. <laughs> yeah. You know what else? Actually, I'm adding to the beginning piece. I think what happened was she said there's a couple here that really stood out. <laughs> she, did, she chose not to mention Dylan's. Which I'm sure it did stand out, and then I, and then I remember Dylan going, "What about mine?" <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it stand out? That's that's the Dylan I would know. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, two things. Two things that I want to say in my defense. The first thing is I went up politely to the professor beforehand and I asked her for carte blanche <laughs> uh, in terms of the assignment. I was like, "Hey." can I submit anything that I own? Is there, are there any restrictions here? I'm thinking about intellectual property. And she's like, no, no, go ahead. Do whatever you want. Please be free. I encourage creativity. And I was like, carte blanche. I looked at her, locked eyes. And she was like, carte blanche. And I was like, okay, great, we're done. Um, and the second thing I want to say is on the, the, like the whole spiel was about how you own the, the reproductions of your, your own image. So if, if someone like sells a picture of you or, if, if in, in the case that I was trying to allude to the idea of sending nudes to someone and then having them repost it elsewhere, like you still own that. The irony is that that is not true. Everyone reposted your nudes. That was all over the Osgood Instagram and Snapchat feed for the next week. So I don't, I don't think I proved a point. Uh, I think I actually probably, yeah, anyways, oh. it was a mess. Yeah, yes. Okay. That's good. Uh, that puts the pressure on Callie, Shay, and Dylan because you're gonna have to come up with new highlights. Callie, Dylan has a lot of content, so <laughs> <laughs> this could be. This is this is not working out the way. If it's all gonna be about Dylan, uh, Callie, what is your highlight of law school? I have some Dylan stories that I can share that I really uh, like. <laughs> I I <I'm>, boo. <laughs> I mean, we had some wholesome days. I can maybe give one of those wholesome, nice stories. Okay, I'll do that. I'll, I'll give us a little break. So we had one day that was really fun where the four of us, we had just like, a, I think we just played, like we just took the day off and we went shopping and we just like got Dylan to try on fun outfits for us. So I got to bring Dylan back a little bit. <laughs> we went out for sushi. We went back to Shay's place. We played board games. I think that was like one of my highlights. That was just like a fun, wholesome day. And we just like Being pretended together. like we weren't law students and <laughs> it was great. Yeah. All right. That's good. That yeah. was first year as well, obviously. Was it? Was. Okay. Shay, Shaylin. I highlight. <laughs> I want to cut in here, first of all. Uh, there's, Go there's ahead. One. Well, I so, think. Yeah. So Callie's describing this like lovely, like picturesque day. <laughs> it was really you. heartwarming. Uh, like we went around and like we're, we're just like, you know, just being goofy, skipping school for the day, like going yeah. shopping, treating ourselves, the kids say. Um, but my, my favorite part of that day is at the end of the day, we're just like hanging out, um, like having a glass of wine in Shaylin's apartment and everyone's going around and sharing songs that they like. 
Um, yeah. and, and so everyone's like, oh, what do you listen to? Like, like Shay's into dance music. Callie's kind of all over the place. I shared some sort of like, I don't know, it was some sort of like Caro Caro Bonito, like, like indie electric bop. And then Zaf sits down and he shares like the most old man, like dad music I've ever heard in my life. And he starts getting super emotional. He's like, can you hear the words? This man, he keeps running. Do you hear that? He's running in the chorus. Oh, like, it was, it, was, it was Nina Simone. <laughs> Simone. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it is a classic. Exactly. <laughs> it's a classic. And then Dylan looks at me like the most like millennial look. <laughs> like, yeah. What the hell is this? It's like, who is this man? Is he, like, I, like, I, like, this is something that I would expect out of my grandfather, but he's just sitting he's there staring <laughs> off of his face having this like like emotional moment in front of us and i was just like wow zaf is a man of mystery i will never understand this human being there's just untold depth <laughs> all right well that's good that's good to add you put a little gloss on callie's story shaylin are you ready now yes i am i'm ready so my favorite is a little bit of a heartwarming one for me um it was my first pandemic birthday um so yeah 2020 yeah uh we went into lockdown in March obviously and my birthday was in April and we were like just about to have our last 1L exams right and I'm so sad I'm like oh I'm all alone uh my boyfriend was living with me but you know it was just us I couldn't see my parents couldn't really do anything and um middle of the day my boyfriend pokes me and he's like hey like get dressed I'm like what why I don't want to <laughs> I'm not going anywhere why why am I doing this I'm going into the bathroom I want to you know do my business and he's like no come on come downstairs I'm like fine whatever so I get dressed I go downstairs and it's Dylan Callie and Zaf outside uh, with a banner saying happy effing birthday and <laughs> it's blowing everywhere because it's a very windy day April is not great weather most of the time so it was just you know my my cupcakes they brought cupcakes they brought wine and you know the cupcakes were almost falling on the floor and yeah it was it was just so sweet and I was not expecting it at all no one's ever surprised me like that for my birthday and so it was just really really sweet that's a, that's a great law school story. Was it right during exam period as well? Or was I it? I think so, or maybe just before, um, because my birthday's in early April. Yeah, so just, yeah, it would have been just, yeah, just after. So normally a pretty stressful time. That's Yes, yeah. So it was really yeah. nice of them. I must have added. <laughs> got all messed up. Do you remember that? Dylan oh and I had God. to keep like we were driving around each other. for so long <laughs> to make that, that sign stick. And it just yeah. like literally random letters would just keep fr freaking flying away. <laughs> yeah, was so it was the wildest thing. We, I think the wind we was like 50 like, kilometers an hour. Just yeah, before so we even got like, you to come out, I think for, this, for a solid 10 to 15 minutes we were just trying to make sure that this thing would stick yeah. <laughs> flying away How i think by the end i don't know it said like all right that's good dylan your highlight uh, it's osgood not mcgill but it's it's up to you osgood. i i think we're sharing heartwarming moments so i'm gonna stick with the theme here um but 
One of my favorite moments in law school is super early on. Um, so we have the very first networking event that I've ever had for law school career. It's in the basement of this pub in downtown Toronto. And I show up and I just hate it. And for the first time, my, like the first time of many times, I was like, should I drop out? Is this really for me? Because it's like, it's that weird sort of social interaction where you're just walking around, you're just supposed to like, I guess, schmooze with random people you've never met, but you also haven't spent any time in law school. So you don't even know what your interests are. You're just warm and breathing and there are a bunch of corporate people there. And I went to the bathroom and I was like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to drop out. And so I, I, I head out of this bathroom and I sit down with, with, um, these guys and I'm like, hey guys, I think this isn't for me. I think I'm 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 gonna I don't like this. I'm gone. And I and they were like, no 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 no, you have to stay in law school. This is not you can't quit immediately on like the eighth day. You have to stick with this until the very end, at least a little bit. Uh, I promise it's not going to be like this. Um, and so that was very sweet. And I think that that's like one of the yeah, that's why I sent a, a nude in property law. That's why uh, I'm, I'm still still here to this day. Still in I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna add slightly to that story. So it's so funny because, like, we didn't we we just took a booth and sat there, and we didn't realize how many people were feeling the way we were feeling. And then all of a sudden, like, it just became a thing. Everybody that we knew in Section C just started gathering up in this little booth, and that's actually where we got one of our our first group photos together. Right. So you jailed. That's quite funny. Uh, it, it, it resonates with me in a slightly different way, but I, I, I went to Dow and on my, I think it was day three of the first week of law school, Dalhousie always uh, buses the first years out to uh, uh, lobster, lobster restaurant that's on near Peggy's Cove. And you go for a big lobster thing. And I, so I rode the bus with somebody who was in my section and you know we chatted and it and a, a bit I mean I didn't really at this point still didn't really know what it was going to be all about anyway we had the lobster dinner we ride the bus home <laughs> the person I rode the bus with turns out must have been like Dylan but never had somebody to help her out because she she quit law school on day five oh, wow. <laughs> and I to this day I wonder I wonder if it was me at the sitting there <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh but i think a lot of people go through those feelings right of wanting to quit and remember this podcast is all about trying to make trying to allow people who are about to come to law school a little sense of what it is and why you know how it how you can make law school a little bit more manageable so all of that's good it's interesting that your highlights, and I know this is, it's probably not specific, it's probably because of who you are and the way we set this up, but all your highlights are from first year, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. they it's, definitely are from first year. Yeah. Honestly, like we're, we've talked about this so many times, the four of us, we're so grateful that we got to at least have first semester of first year in person. Um, and got to like form this friendship group. Otherwise, honestly, we don't know where we would be because we rely on each other a lot when it comes to like the support system and that. And like, it really has helped us a lot, especially during 1L, which is really tough. Yeah. Academically too, for sure. Like we're talking about the social, but we did study together a lot as well. Yeah. Right. It, it's both, right? It's just a, you're, you're thrown together into something and it, you, you need friendship, you need bonding. Uh, Trauma bonding is the term that they use, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but it helps both scholastically, but also just socially. I yeah. think that is really important. And you're, I, I mean, I don't know what to say to those who are listening to this that have had, you know, every year so far of law school has been 
on Zoom, yeah. or, uh, not in person. I agree. I don't know how people manage. Hopefully they are. Um, maybe their third year will be really special, though, in a way that third year often isn't special because right. they get together. Yeah. That's so true. Callie, you get to, you'll get to, yours will, you'll be bookended, right? By years together. No, your last year is going to be together. I cannot believe I have another year after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it's just, it feels kind of random that we're going back like what, eight days or something. It just feels like so sudden. Yeah, I should say for the listener this, so we're recording this in late January of 2022. People are going to supposedly be going back into class. Are you going back, Dylan, into class at McGill? Uh, in spirit, I believe <laughs> yes, we are okay. transitioning back into in-person activities. I always meant it. When I ask you, it's always in spirit, not in actuality. <laughs> but no, but the, uh, so yeah, it's, it, hopefully that will happen in the next little while that people will go back. Uh, all right. Well, that was good first round. What do you want to, what else do you want to talk about? You obviously have all kept in touch, right? That's, and as you said, even though it's been difficult, uh, you've managed to do it. You don't take the same classes though? I, I think it happens randomly. That's, that's, that's what we're discovering. <laughs> we haven't really coordinated it. And yeah. I think last year, last year I did my clinical placement with class. So I only had like four courses throughout the entire year to each semester. Yeah. Um, I don't think I had classes with, with either Callie or Zaf last year. And then this year I had Indigenous Peoples and Canadian Law with Callie. And then yeah. now I think Zaf and I have trust, although he yeah. has not been in <laughs> live class, <laughs> which is why I just found out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, that was all before I introduced the show, right? But yeah, <laughs> I wonder, is that a, I hope you haven't been influenced by Dylan. Is that the, because <laughs> as far as I recall, you went, you came to class more often than Dylan did in first I, I was, I was better than Dylan at coming to class, <laughs> but I definitely was, have always been a recordings kind of guy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but I think more so after like the shift to online like I would definitely at least certain classes like torts was a definitely an online class for me <laughs> even when it wasn't but there were a lot of classes that I did come in person a lot for as well but nowadays it just you know it almost like you you get set in that type of way where you're used to everything just being recording and doing things at your own time so that's kind of what it's sunk into now right. for me so two of you are finishing this year, right? Shaylin and Zaf, and two of yep. you have another year, Dylan and Kelly, am I right? Give or take, maybe more. I'm gonna do a minor. I'm gonna stay in law school forever. I don't wanna ever leave, you know? You're like a perpetual student. You just now, you think about your story a while ago, you were about to leave law school and now you can't yeah. get enough of it. It gets better, oh. <laughs> right? No, it doesn't. I mean, in well, some ways uh, it does. I wonder, Dylan, if a prof like such as me came along and said, you know, you've got a spark. You should really think about graduate work. Would you continue to do more? 
I think I would, because the alternative is being a real lawyer. And I am not sure if I'm ready for that just yet. If the alternative is law school or lawyer, I want to stay in law school as long <laughs> as possible, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if the profession is ready for you either. So maybe that's the right thing to do. <laughs> Dylan as a professor would be great. We'd all be so engaged. It would be like, so our ethics professor, Professor Hutchinson, very theatrical person really made use of the room while he was lecturing I could see Dylan <laughs> following in that path a little bit yeah Dylan can you see yourself doing that uh, I don't know honestly like I, I think about like Hutch and how much effort it takes to just be Hutch every day and I don't think I could I, I like I, I don't know like I that's the sort of class where you can't put your apple on your desk because Hutchinson will knock it off with his hands as he hops around <laughs> the room like like I don't think I have that in me I could be like a I could be like a like a like a you where you just kind of like mail it in and you're like all right discuss guys here's here's class I've got a canned discussion for you about constitutional law look at these slides from eight years ago they're basically just the Peter Hogg textbook like I could do that but like to like commit to being a professor full-time no I could I don't think I could well, I Bite back somebody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, first of all, that it, the shock and horror on the faces of the others when Dylan was saying that is good, is priceless. Uh, you don't realize, I, I, I listen, I have a thick skin, and Dylan has been saying that about me for years. I, I'm always joking, right? <laughs> I don't mail it in. <laughs> it's in my, my, my RA contract that I have to say that Richard is a wonderful professor, but yeah. no, he really is. He, care, he cares about you. I don't think I, there's no way. I, anyone who, anyone else would have kicked me out of that constitutional law class eight times over and just failed me on everything mm -hmm. I submitted. But uh, Richard is, is the most tolerant professor I've ever had. I think Zach <laughs> McGill or Osgood. Recently, Zach, I think you said something like, you never really know how a professor is going to land with Dylan. And then Professor Haig just loved it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was impressed by, like, you know, the, the level of, like, you know. <laughs> it's Exception. like, yeah, yeah. Especially, I think it was, like, the first day of tutorial or something like that. And Dylan, like, you know, as normal, said something contentious. And then Professor Haig was like, you know, <laughs> I want you on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like so shook. I was like, wow, that's, that is that is a new reaction. <laughs> it's it's fine. I do have a different kind of I, I'm yeah. just slightly different from a lot of my colleagues who are pretty serious. There's a lot of very serious law yeah. professors around. Mm -hmm. you, as you well think, know, probably by now. I think it's the science background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's a common thing amongst the four of us too. We don't we don't take ourselves so seriously. And I, I think that's why we have such a fun time together. You just and, rip on each other all the time. Yeah. <laughs> We're just a bunch of big meanies. Yeah. <laughs> it's partly a survival mechanism, right? But also, I, you know, there, there are a lot of lawyers out there that are pretty, that, that don't take themselves too seriously. They take their work seriously, yeah. but not themselves. And I, so yeah. you, have to, you have to find your type, maybe. That's, that's another little life lesson I would give. But, and there are some profs who are like that, but they're rare. So what else is going on? I, I Zaf, you said you can't wait to get out, or is that, isn't that what you said? You're thir you're not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind. Yeah, let's go around. I wouldn't mind asking because this is you know is it a failing of law school? Do you think that third year is often seen as it's just it's too much. It's drudgery. You know the ropes. You're not really learning much. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there something that could be done unless you take maybe an intensive or a, a different type of program? But for most people, yeah. it's, 
I think for me, like 3L, especially this semester, <laughs> because once, once I feel like you get to 3L, then you're learning new substantive law, but you're not really adding to your skill set. You know exactly what, what to do. And you know how to gain that information on your own, even if you needed to. So it's like, you know, you hear this common thing. I'm sure people have thrown around. It's called 3LOL, where like people just sit back and don't really end up doing a lot of work. And then when November shows around, you really feel the stress coming in like a truck yeah. because everybody just starts cramming entire courses. I'm like, thank <laughs> God it's here. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier. Oh, yeah. I, I know that. I know that for sure. As I say, and I know that I know the type. There were many in my year who, yeah, as you say, November or March is even worse. Wait <laughs> March comes around. Oh my God, I got to crack open the book. I've not even <laughs> done that yet. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. not exactly. You know, it's not a good system. There should be, we, sh we should be able to figure out ways of improving that. But Zap touches on something that's really, really interesting to me. And the question is, what does law school actually teach you? Because I mean, I, I, maybe I'm telling myself here, but like, I don't remember a lot of my first year courses, like unless I stuck with them later on, like a lot of that information falls out because you just can't keep all of that expertise, yeah. all of those cases, all of those notes in your head. And so right. my question to you, Zap, is like, you're, you're right that like everyone kind of yeah. mails it in because you're like, but like, what do you feel that you're taking away from it? Like what, what, what level, what, what does it take to get to that level of expertise? Where you're like, I've learned all I can here. Yeah, that's, that's a really great question. For me, I think when it comes to law school, it's learning how to apply the law, learning how to digest that copious amounts of information, take out the relevant bits. Um, you know, being able to find what the issues are, where to pinpoint your arguments, all those kinds of things, where to look for the information, how to craft your arguments, all those kinds of things, I think, are skills that you sort of learn as you're learning the substantive law itself. Then the substantive law, you can replace it almost with any other area of substantive law. But you understand that, like, you know, certain areas of law function very different to others. You know, like when you look at property law and you look at, for example, torts, it's very different from how we approach like contracts and, you know, maybe stat more statutory based types of law. So it's like you learn those skills early on and you maybe perfect them a little bit more in 2L. But then by 3L, you know that it's either going to fall in one or other end of the spectrum, you know, and you know how to like, I guess, approach them and you know you'll be able to gain that knowledge on your own if you needed to. Yeah, I think like what you said at the end there with approach, like that would be my big takeaway is what I've the most useful thing I've learned is being able to adapt and make use of my resources, realizing what they are. Because yeah. for instance, like, I mean, I'm a law student, so no one should be asking me for legal advice, but I've gotten people <laughs> message me being like, hey, I have this non-compete clause in my employment agreement. This was just yesterday. Like, what does this mean? I'm like, well, I can't tell you, I can give you advice, but I can send you things online. And so that, that was my big takeaway is realizing like, I don't, I'm not going to have the answer to most things. Oftentimes it's just figuring out where to turn for the answer. And I've become more comfortable with that as I have aged in law school, because I often don't know what's going on. So I think it happens, especially whenever you do your summer internship stuff, like wherever you end up doing your internships or even working in a clinic, you realize that you don't, you're not going to have all the answers all the time. Like most times then most often than not, you're not going to have the answers and it's on you to figure out how you're going to find the substantive law, how you're going to incorporate it into an argument where it's relevant, all that kind of stuff, you know? 
that all seems very, very good advice to me. Shaylin, you have anything to add? I mean, any tips that I've gotten are from, you know, uh, associates or articling students who are like, yeah, you don't really figure it out until you're like in your fourth or fifth year as an associate anyway. Uh, so don't worry about not knowing what's going on because nobody else does. <laughs> well, and, and no, and it, it's so true. I, I don't think, again, I wonder if expectations are of students coming in are just so different from what you, what our expectations as professors are, and then what the profession's expectations of students are. Because Callie, do you remember, Callie, you and I had a number of conversations in first year where you were very stressed about not knowing stuff. And I think I probably had to say so many times, don't worry, it's, it, it'll, it'll come, it'll come. And you- Perfect transformation for me, I must say, from yeah. first yeah. year to now. <laughs> Well, and a lot of that, it does depend on people's backgrounds, right? Some people are quite yeah. comfortable with uncertainty and some people, and that may be, some people aren't very comfortable with uncertainty and it may be because of what you did before. It may be, I don't know. It, mm. it, I, I, I see that though in students every year coming in, it's hard. And yet every single legal question can be answered with something like it depends right <laughs> there's yeah, right. no yeah. i think like when you get so deep into it and you think you need to under like unravel everything yeah and then you just don't have the luxury of time to, to the, do truth, that. the truth is callie realized she's a legal goddess <laughs> once she figured that out everything was chill now if you meet her and you have conversations with her she's Totally chill about all right, that. Right, right. Well, no one's asked going to insult me or compliment me. So I'm always like, wait, I don't know to take that. <laughs> You're well, just chilling around. So she's shocked right now. That, yeah, that's very nice though. But I, and I think that that's, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> and even, you know, so I texted Priel the other day, speaking of bringing back to Priel, say, asking him what, uh, I, it was basically a torts question since I'm not an expert in tort. And I said, I think the, I think the answer is blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, he sends back a text saying, well, uh, not, not necessarily. And I said, sorry, I should have said uh, every answer is it depends in law. I knew that going in, but it's, it's so true that you can't, uh, I guess once you, maybe once you start you get out of law school, maybe in a summer where you're working or at class, if you're at an intensive, it starts to that point is driven home a little bit more easily because every every situation is unique. People come in with different stories, and and the law isn't always very clear on. I think one thing about the pandemic is that we've all had to get comfortable with uncertainty. Yes, uh, <laughs> in a so, sense, yeah. Right. So to do that and law school at the same time, it's a double whammy, and. Uh, I feel super comfortable not knowing what comes next now, <laughs> especially yeah. since I'm friends with Dylan. Uh, you need to be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought that property example was a perfect. Huh? Nobody would have expected that to come out. By the end of the term, I think we were expecting it every time Dylan raised his hand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> expect the unexpected with Dylan and know that it's going to be something crazy and wacky and out there and <laughs> nothing anyone would ever even consider doing um I I just thought of a new nickname for Dylan it's Dylan the disruptor oh, that's so funny. except 
accept contracts he loved contracts like he, he was such a focused student in contracts it was hilarious yeah. like it was uh, like the, it was like the total opposite <laughs> i didn't know See, that so, so the funny thing is that i've realized that i don't really okay this is weird but i don't really care about the substance that i'm taught in law school kind of like what zap was saying like it's a skill set that you learn to apply i find that i just love professors like i love different <laughs> teaching styles and i love like the personality and the, the approaches that they bring um, like the whole reason that I did a science degree before this is because I had a great biology teacher in high school. I would not be here if, you know, Mr. Molson wasn't a homie. Um, and the same thing sort of applied. So like I, I took contracts again at McGill and I, I went through it and I was like, I hate this. This is painful. <laughs> this is the worst topic I've ever been taught in my life. It's boring. It doesn't make any sense. It's ambiguous. And there's just too much to learn. And I think like, and that's just like in, in complete opposition to yeah. having Robert Forbes sit you down and be like, yeah. you're need to take away about a paragraph of information from this entire class, but I'm going to explain all of the nuance and detail so that you understand everything behind that. Like, it's just, it's really, really, really cool. Yeah. Well, that's a, that there's an endorsement for <laughs> the professor, unlike Egg who mails it in, but anyway, <laughs> but I have, so I have, I'm Dylan, we, I think I've meant, we mentioned this maybe on a podcast where you're doing a, you're examining lawyers arguing before the Supreme Court of Canada for a research project for mine. And I think you probably have seen a lot of the same things, right? And that, that lawyers themselves, sometimes some of them are interesting, some of them are not, the judges are interesting, some of them are not, right? Like, like the legal system, like I think of it as this like big architectural, like, like really, really administrative body, but it's just made up of individual people, right? And like that to me is what interests me about law. It's less about the substance, or at least so far, it's, it's about how people bring themselves to the process. Um, yeah. And so I think it's, it's really cool to see that. Like I think about, I think about Callie and like her energizer bunny kind of like ethos mm -hmm. and how in the first year, you're right. Like she's like lost. She doesn't know what's going on because she doesn't have all that information. But now I ask you a question, Cal, and I'm sure you could answer it like within like three and a half seconds. Like, um, what's the statute of limitations in no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good note. <laughs> this is not a substantive podcast. <laughs> on law don't worry you don't have to answer that Kelly. that was a, that was all they're fine um, <laughs> sorry final thoughts uh Callie you start this time final thoughts oh, about any, about, oh you're getting to the end or final advice advice for an incoming oh, person I have I have a piece of advice okay with online learning in particular so when I was in first year so Zaf and I this is probably a story for another time but I had one moment in first year very similar to Dylan's where I hadn't spoke all year. Like I just never spoke in class unless Professor Haig was cold calling me. <laughs> and, and one day I decided to speak up and speak very passionately about a case that was very controversial. It was just completely out of nowhere. Anyway, it really had a shock factor. And I think some of that had to do with the fact that I was so silent all year prior to. <laughs> Since being online, I just, I guess I don't see everyone around me. So I'm much more comfortable speaking in class. And it's made for a much more meaningful learning experience because I'm more engaged. I'm actually taking away a lot more. So I guess my advice would be to do that because <laughs> otherwise you'll end up saying one controversial thing and everyone will remember it. No, I'm not. That's not my point. <laughs> it just, I, I think I've taken away a lot more this year than I have, than I did in first year when I was just too scared to speak aside from that one time. Right. Well, that's interesting that uh, Zoom then it for you has been, a, it's not so bad, right? There's some benefits to it. Uh, that way for sure yeah Shay, final thoughts advice whatever however you want to close off this 
advice. Um, something I, I always tell my mentees and something that I tell myself uh, as well is grades are fake. <laughs> um, they're not uh, sure they have some relevance. They are somewhat important, but ultimately I think it's law school is more about the experience. Um, it can't just be about trying to get A's because let's be real, you're going to get a C at some point and it's going to feel bad, uh, but it's not going to be um, the end of your career. <laughs> um, and so if you are cultivating experiences outside of just sticking your nose in a book, you will feel so much better about your law school experience. You'll feel more prepared to practice if that's what you want to do. And you'll enjoy it so much more, especially if you have good friends. I like that. I think that might be the title of the podcast. Grades are fake. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a prof, that's hard to take. But I, I, but I, I sympathize. Well, I, you have to admit the curve makes it a little fake. Yeah, no, no. And, I, and listen, there's <laughs> so much sometimes rides on one day, which is uh, yeah. yeah anyway I, I we realized that actually I think Zaf yeah. and I too like so Zaf taught me crim I mean everyone taught me crim and um but I I actually felt most most comfortable with torts funny enough and Zaf and Callie taught me torts we did like I <laughs> did better did in the, the area opposite. I know and, and Zaf did better in the area he did, did better in criminal I did better in torts yeah. it was hilarious and I no, promise it has nothing to do with our understanding of the material yeah. it, it was just how we executed it on the day of I guess that often that often happens, and you're absolutely right. Uh, Dylan, final thoughts, last advice, uh, like an advice for like an incoming student. That's crazy. Uh, no, I don't want you. I don't want you giving advice to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I like. I don't know. I, I guess I, I'm going to give advice because I, I like that. I like having a pedestal to uh, stand on. But if I could say anything to any incoming student, it's that like I think law school has a sort of like mystique around it in terms of like the person that you're supposed to be showing up and like there's a reason they tell you not to wear a suit on the first day of law school because people do that because they think that's who they have to be they think of a lawyer they've watched suits and they, they show up but like i think the opposite is true if you show up in in your your pajamas like like just be who you are and that is what is going to get you through in the end i think it's kind of cheesy to say i'm it's a, i'm a hallmark card at this point in time but <laughs> i think that that's that's the real value is just is just showing up and being like yeah genuine and, and everything kind of falls into place after that doesn't matter what you're wearing yeah quote by it really Jeff. doesn't <laughs> he's, he's our favorite hallmark card that's for sure. <laughs> Well, I don't think that image will be of the property class would be on a Hallmark card, but anyway, that's a different story. Zaf, you get to, you get to close off. Wow, I'm honored. Okay, close it off. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if I was to give advice to um, somebody coming in, I think especially given the pandemic, and I think me and Callie experienced this especially when we were fortunate enough to be Dean's fellows. People are having a very hard time connecting. So I, in general, with friends, with mentors, with professors, everybody. So my number one advice would be reach out. You know, everybody's in the exact same position as you and the support network you'll get from everybody, whether it's friends or mentors or people just wanting to help, you know, it's incredible. And Osgood has an incredible um, network and system like that. So reaching out, that'd be my thing. 
Yeah, that's really, that is a very good way to end. And I will say again, because there are people that listen to this that aren't at Osgood. Every law school actually has a really good yeah. network, as far as I'm aware. So I think use that. Well, thank you all. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording.